0: welcome back to the listen up podcast where we analyze a new album each week i'm jamie and this week we've got me nick you know it and Jordan. Hello. This week we're going to be taking a look at Rage Against the Machine by Rage Against the Machine, released in 1992, and it was picked by me, Jamie. Um, Very creative title. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> no, no I know. I wonder how many like what the percentage of because this is their debut album. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. how many bands like just release a self-titled album as their debut. I know another one is uh, Cage the Elephant, and it's actually okay. a very good uh, album. I mean, hell, Zeppelin, they drop one, two, three, and four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wonder I wonder what that uh, percentage is. I'm sure yeah, someone's yeah. wearing that. That is, that is
1: interesting, because I know some bands do it for their first album, and some bands wait a little while, and then, they, and then they make it like their third or fourth album or something. But yeah, I didn't I, even think I'm, of Zeppelin. They did do four albums. I'm pretty
0: sure Taylor Swift's first album is self-titled as well. Is it
1: called
2: Taylor Swift?
0: All right, well, now I I think it's. I think it's
1: called something else. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't think she's
2: ever made an album called Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, I take it back. I'm
2: an idiot. Uh,
0: That was mostly
1: mostly joking because...
0: She was born in Pennsylvania.
1: You said it was self-titled, and Jordan said, is it called Taylor Swift? And I was like, no, it's called
0: something else. Boom, self-titled. Yep, I was right. Wait, is that it's called yeah. Taylor Swift? Yes, it's called Taylor Swift. It's self-titled. Jamie, self-title. Jamie the OG Swifty. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, dude, Jamie. My first concert was Taylor Swift. in am like 14. So. <laughs> I do remember you telling me. <laughs> She's she. Hey, a yo. Man. Yeah, she Folklore, cute. She
1: cute. Folklore isn't a bad
0: album. It you Still have to checked it out. You have to be I sad, know. but it is it is good. <laughs> wow, well, that's my secret. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, always. Oh, oh, do you wanna do you wanna <laughs> talk after
2: this, man, or what?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I'll talk, so I picked this album, oh, um, Wait. oh you meant talk like therapy, uh, <laughs> no, I'm good, I okay, you anyways. You back on track. but yeah, so I guess uh, a little, I talked a, a lot, probably too much uh, last time about why I chose this album, but really, I just kind of wanted to end the, because like the next episode I choose will be in September, which is... In, in, Not technically the fall fall but it'll be i'll be moving into a more fall uh feeling albums so i wanted to wrap up uh, my summer my summer tenure of selection with a nice uh i don't know the revolution's uh, not done yet so a nice funky
1: radical bomb track
0: Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) uh wanted to stoke the embers a little bit more um yeah so that's Pretty much it. I, I really like this album. Um, I'm a big fan of Rage. Got into him in high school. I like him more as I get older. I understand their messages and agree with their messages even more. Uh, so here we are. Yeah. So I guess that kind of we'll look at prior experience now. I don't know about y'all, but I am I'm fairly familiar with uh, Rage's work. What about what about the both of you, Yuns? <laughs> Make um, from the
1: start. Okay. I knew, uh, I knew their, their hits. I knew Killing in the Name of, I knew Bulls on Parade, uh, Norella Radio. And, uh, I think I'd heard Testify before, but that was, yep. that was mainly it. Gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you, you kind of introduced them to me in high school and then I would just hear some of their songs on the radio every now and then when what? I was younger. Um, I also saw something a few years back. It was probably in like 2016 or 2017, whenever um, Trump was newly elected. That they, in one of their old music videos, I think a protester in the background or something that they that they set up in the music video. It wasn't like a real life protester. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he has a sign that says. Donald Trump for president, or something like that. So people yeah. were like, "Oh, rage, rage is—they're uh, prophetic." <laughs> the same that same stuff, like like with the Simpsons and stuff about how people <laughs> say the Simpsons tell the future. But um, that's pretty it funny. It might be that might be the same music video that um, some of them got. I think some of them got arrested for it when they like shut down the. New York Stock
0: Exchange for like 10 Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Or and they were recording the video and they mm-hmm. stormed uh, the New York Stock Exchange. And technically, Rage Against the Machine can claim that they shut down the NYSE for like 15 minutes or something. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Because uh, I was reading about it and the director, uh, he, I think it said New York City only gives permits to shoot at. Uh, like one certain location on wall street and they don't give out permits for the week. You have to shoot on the weekend. And once, once they, once the shoot moved to, once the people moved to some certain location, uh, Michael Moore, the director, he got arrested. And as the (laughs) police were taking him away, he yelled, I think, take the New York, like take the stock exchange or something. And then them and, a bunch of other people from the shoot ran into the front doors of the stock exchange and they had to like drop down some security doors to stop them from actually like busting into the stock exchange.
2: Damn. yeah,
1: Pretty hardcore. Damn, pretty crazy. I yeah. think, I think it's cool that that, that shows that they really are, they really
0: do believe in a lot of the stuff that they, yeah, they, no, they they, preach they're about not lying around. like, someone I, I a large thing that i enjoy right now is on twitter people who are like just now discovering like the politics of raging against the machine which is <laughs> in one point it's so absurd because literally that's the only thing any of their projects ever have to do with yeah is all like anti-establishment and people are like man i really like tom morello but dude i can't support him now he's going off about all this blm stuff on twitter and he, and he's like you're an idiot you're <laughs> like literally because some of them you're like okay it's people you know like just like trolling or whatever but there's some who it's like i'm pretty sure this is genuine and that person's a moron mm-hmm. someone was like i guess i'll have to stick with like Morello stuff that's not politically charged and he was like hi uh yes please let me know what that is like which body of work of mine isn't that way i can remove it from my like from my catalog. streaming yeah. discography yeah <laughs> so yeah that's 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 very funny to see people discover what raging against the machine actually is
2: yeah because i barely even know what it is i i, I know they're decently political but um uh, but yeah the only the only th- like I think the only uh, background that I've had with them again is also like "Bulls on Parade" because mm-hmm. that was in like every single rock band from like <laughs> when it came out. I'm pretty sure, but like that was yeah. always a song that you'd play on there. Maybe there were others, but I, I honestly didn't play. I I I used to play Lego Rock Band instead, so mm-hmm. uh, Heck, yeah. got the PG version. Yeah, and...
0: unfortunately, uh, "Killing in the Name" and "Bulls on Parade" were not on the Lego <laughs> Rock. Not on Lego Rock. But that's also, I mean, if someone told me that even like, especially after you play like the opening riff to *Bulls on Parade* or like the main hook to it, if someone still told me they didn't recognize it, I would be shocked.
2: Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. true, true. I mean,
0: not only it's it's in like it's been used as like commercial stuff, it like just on the radio all the time. See, I'm not surprised. It's a it's a, it, it's a
2: very popular song.
0: Yeah. But I do also I feel like that is probably the extent of a lot of people's um rage listening. True, true. Unfortunately, I we but I think that is the reality. Um Yeah, so so then kind of what was y'all's initial general feelings listening through the album? As like people who um weren't as familiar with their work. Um well
2: here, I'll go first. this up. Um, I really liked it, Jamie. I liked it more. I think it's just because of all the yelling. I think I really like, like I really like, like screaming on the chorus, kind mm-hmm. screaming on the chorus, kind of uh, um type of music. Like as bad as Six Nine is, I think that's why I like a lot of his music. I, I honestly, I honestly don't listen to it that often. But every like, I don't, I don't think I have any of his songs downloaded. But like just that type of energy where it's like you're just screaming at something. I I don't know why I just love that kind of music. Um, and this is definitely falling into that category a lot. Uh, just like I don't know when you when you like talk about things that make you mad or like you want to change or just you just mm-hmm. yell it. It just it just makes it that much better. And I, I can't really justify that you know any reason, but it just it just it's nice to listen. Ah, to. I mean
0: I get it. That's that's the whole draw. Yeah. To, uh rage for me is like calling out like not even just calling out a specific group but calling out across the board like the bullshit and hypocrisy that's going that's like rampant in politics in both america and at large but especially in rage's case in um just the sham that is american uh donor-fueled politics yeah it's like you know if they went on there
2: it was like we don't want you to do bad things. It'd be like you know that that pervade, that that doesn't excite people as much, you know, music. Uh, yeah, music as much as yelling. To,
0: yeah, those that work forces are the same who burn crosses. Yeah. yeah, I would say one of those definitely is more. Um,
2: oh, wait, is, say that, say that line impactful.
0: again. Those that work forces are the same who burn crosses. Yeah, it's from Killing in the Name. That's a, because that song's all about police brutality. Yeah. That's like what it's about. Damn, they calling them the
2: the the kuka up in here yeah, or
0: what? The clan, like, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the same people working police forces are the same who are clan members. Wait,
2: Dang, that's locally relevant to today, yeah.
0: or at least what's going on. Yeah. I'm yeah.
2: I'm, not, I'm not saying every single one obviously is that, but there's a lot of
0: the news numbers are about still it being, high.
2: Ed, yeah, which is, yeah, yeah. The song it looks like they it since mm-hmm. 1992, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the the song "Wake Up" was. Uh, in that vein too. I was yeah. listening to it earlier when I was working out today, and they uh, there's a interlude. I'm not sure who the interlude is, but uh, it's not. Oh, okay. Genius says they're real quotes from J. Edgar Hoover, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if J. Edgar Hoover is saying them or if someone else is saying them through a filter. But uh, it's talking about uh, like killing. Black leaders from different. Uh, I, th- I think this quote is about uh, Black Panther leaders, mm-hmm. but um, rage encompasses uh, Malcolm X and I think Martin Luther King into that same that same uh, theme. I guess of killing black leaders to to silence their movement and. The yeah. future they're trying to create, and the fact that it's like a real quote that the director of the FBI said, "Let me see. Through counterintelligence, it should be possible to pinpoint potential troub- troublemakers and neutralize them." And he's <laughs> talking about damn, yeah. And then that, and then uh, Zach Dinero repeats that. Like five times the neutralize them both. and then the the end of the song is him yelling wake up like over and over again it's pretty yep. you can you can feel the the spirit and like the genuine rage behind a lot of their music
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's probably why
0: so many people love it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's i mean it's still like people were still shouting You know, as uh, hordes of police were just in front of protesters, you know, throwing tear grass into crowds of unarmed people and shit. Mm -hmm. Like last month, there were people shouting, you know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. (laughs) Out of killing in the name. Yeah. Because that's what it's made for. Like, you know, well, I guess it was was made to um, allow zach and tom and i can never remember the other two people's names <laughs> um but it it was more it was like a, a release for them but i mean at the same time it's like everything you want out of a protest like arming the proletariat music you know mm-hmm. just ripping guitar like that yelling hip-hop that is so characteristic of zach de la Roja. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean there's so much like uh yes, yeah, yeah, so Nick, I'm mean, did you also like the album?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah for
0: sure.
1: Uh, yeah, the and the the way a lot of their their choruses are just repeating like one or two phrases, one or two bars over mm-hmm. and over again, that develops that that mantra, that protest mantra like you were talking about. And I that's probably yeah. one reason they do it and they they definitely you can hear uh, funk influences in their music. I know that's mm-hmm. something that that funk did uh, did a lot of when it was around in the like seventies yeah. and eighties and things like that. They they yeah, repeat I mean, like a lot of the same phrases and uh, riff off of different like uh, they keep the same rhythm a lot. Yeah, and they, uh, and they they might switch it up and stuff, but. It's more about the, the groove and the, the spirit of the music and mm-hmm. the, the live environment. I'm sure is, is made very very lively
2: because of it. Yeah, if I could interject, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to them a lot, but they the few songs that I have heard from them, not Rage Against the Machine, but it kind of makes me it, it, it kind of parallels I think Run the Jewels a little bit or like mm-hmm. uh, what's the what what's their what's their uh thing called or is it is it is it called run the jewels is their band name yeah that's oh, their the band is the
0: is the group it's uh mike and lp oh yeah we okay, were
2: talking
1: right. about self-titled stuff earlier and we didn't mention
2: that. yeah all the <laughs> jewels one like- two three and four yeah uh-huh. i was just saying like from the from the few songs that i have heard it, it seems very like like pa- like it, it it parallels each other you know yeah like they're both very uh intense i think genres of music talking about things that matter to them mostly mostly them being political again i haven't listened to a ton of run the jewels so i might that might be about a wrong statement but no, that's uh, like
0: a hundred percent
1: run the jewels is a little uh, a little funnier and they throw in some more like rap yeah. tropes like uh they'll okay. talk they'll talk about like doing drugs and like having sex right yeah okay. where, but they
0: still they weave it into the same songs where they say like you know, you're all slaves, and you should kill your masters. Yeah, yeah. Like stuff uh-huh. like that. I mean, yeah. and they even Zach De La Rocha, He's featured on just off RTJ Four. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Him Dang. and Pharrell <laughs> are the two guests. Yeah, nice,
2: nice, nice. Yeah,
0: he's featured okay, on he's featured on that, and he's featured on their second album too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nice. they're because they they are they're on the same idea of like you can't target your like microscope on one group. You got to call everyone out on their bullshit, otherwise people are going to get away with the same shit. True, true, true. Damn, um, that, that is pretty true. Yeah, so they they are definitely like quite linked in that regard, like um from a from a material um, like the message standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because so killing in the name, like it it was and the reason it's relevant right now is because it it was released like written and released uh like 1992 1992 but it was it was made in response to the police brutality of you know Rodney King in 1991 him being beat uh-huh. to death and um so and the reason it's relevant is cuz we're dealing with the same exact shit again yeah Like, 28 years later. Damn, that's pretty... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, one of my favorite, favorite things about um, Killing in the Name was it was... Um, it, it got to the top of the charts on the UK Christmas charts. <laughs> because, so, hang on. Yeah, it was, um, I, th- I think it was in the 2000s. When was it? Was it in the 2000s? I thought, okay. or maybe I just heard about that. But it was, um, yeah, it was 2009. But the, uh, okay, <laughs> so, yeah, it was on, it was BBC Radio where like they were somehow it started i guess it's just a thing is like the the official christmas number one song but somehow it started that people got behind it and wanted and like somehow it was voted up to like the number one uh song was killing in the name of so that was like number one on the christmas top charts yeah. um, i didn't know it was i didn't know it was 17 years after the album came out yeah it was in the <laughs> it was it was kind of
1: like oh wait what yeah it's it says uh they, it yeah, like it was a the facebook campaign
0: th- or something right
1: uh, i don't know but just on genius it says it was the uk christmas number one in 2009
0: yeah, they yeah. there was it was basically like they rick rolled the BBC Christmas chart <laughs> with Killing in the Name of. But yeah, they got it up to number one and so you know, they have the number one person come on and do a performance. They might have like more than number one, but I know that the number one did. And so they That's had <laughs> they had the band on to perform Killing in the Name of, which the whole last verse you have to edit because you can't say f you on the radio. And so they were like, okay, when like when you perform, you're gonna be live on the air. Like we're not even recording this and playing it. You're gonna be live, <laughs> so you can't say, you, you can't say. Fuck. So like, wow. <laughs> you know, just like don't say that. As or maybe there is an ad version, but they were like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they're performing it, they just they immediately just still went and yelled, Fuck "You, I won't do it. You tell me." Like in response to the like. Because I think it was recorded with cameras, too. And they, like, flipped off the cameras or something. I'm pretty sure they, like, immediately cut it. But, yeah, they were basically like, you're not going to tell us, like, not to do that. Like yeah. you can't tell us not to do something.
2: Yeah, that's kind of that's that's their that, 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 whole
0: shtick, basically. Right, that as whole. like a big production <laughs> studio. Like you can't you can't expect that. Like I don't know what they thought was going to happen. Yeah, I don't know but either. Yeah, that's I I just I love that anecdote so much. It's so yeah. funny.
1: This YouTube video says the broadcast was cut short by the BBC.
0: Yeah, because they cut it, but I mean, it was still like they were not fully prepared. So like they got out at least the first one or two lines of that just so funny god that's so funny the Christmas number one (laughs) and that was um
1: I know they uh I researched them a little bit before the podcast and I think they broke up in 2000 Mm -hmm. and oh damn and one of their last shows uh was in I can't remember when it was I know the last show album was released in 2003
0: I remember that uh on Spotify but yeah they were looking at doing a reunion tour yeah um and like I was going to buy year. tickets, but they were like $400.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Jeez.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were super expensive, and then it got postponed yeah. because of COVID and everything.
0: Yeah. Gosh.
2: But, yeah. Damn. $400, jeez.
0: That would have been awesome, though. would have been lot. so cool.
2: Yeah, yeah I know they're... Old gentlemen. I know their
1: live show environment is supposed to be, like, insane. Didn't uh hmm didn't one of our high school teachers tell us about them performing with Wu-Tang at a... Yeah,
0: at a, uh, at a festival. They they both purport, performed independently. Or I guess they kind of performed together. But then when they did Bulls on Parade, like, they would do... Rage would do their part, and then they would keep, like, the rhythm going, and Wu-Tang would come in, like, different members of Wu-Tang would come in and, like, rap verses over... Like, the music of Bulls on Parade, like, between... Like, where there's musical breaks, they'd be rapping during that. And uh, our teacher said that people were, like, setting their festival shirts on fire and then, like, jumping over it out in, like, the, like, grass area. <laughs> Jeez. He said it was, like, the whole place was just going crazy.
2: That does sound pretty insane. Jeez. Yeah, they, they definitely radiate some, like, chaotic energy, especially... Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine just being around a, a bunch of other people who also want to radiate that energy. and then yeah. other, The next thing you know, a couch is on fire. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it's like the <laughs> whole place would be like a like a mosh pit. Like, there's no way that anyone would be safe. <laughs> Everyone would just be flailing and head thrashing. I know. <sighs> oh, my gosh. What
1: a time to be alive.
2: Yeah, yeah. Good night. but now we just have stupid, stupid... Pop stars like Ariana Grande, <laughs> where people get sad at concerts. but uh, Get out of here, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I want to mosh. Okay, listen, if Poker Face came on, or like, I would be mosh into that song. Or, <laughs> or Bad Romance. Oh my gosh. It's true. It is
0: we would bad. be lit in the, Alejandro the-
2: Alajandro?
0: <laughs> I mean. name. Talk of a name. <laughs>
1: oh, we, we, we have to. We have to. Stay. Okay, Jamie. We have to. Love oh, wait, poker sorry, Nick. What? We, we have to love Poker Face because of
0: uh, yeah, what? caddy what, Yeah,
1: yeah. What, what's the name of the song? I can't
0: make her say. Make her say. Make yeah. her
2: say. I make her say. Oh,
0: but Yeah, I guess. Uh, you guys want to. You guys want to get in some nice. Uh, some nice specifics. Pacifics. Yeah. The science behind Rouge Against the Machine
1: just kidding I know nothing about actual musical composition
2: (laughs) yeah Jamie probably knows the most I feel like it
1: does it does sound I was I was impressed at the beginning of Bomb Track Mm -hmm. how how loud the music gets when it first starts yeah compared to I don't know if if they have some ability to to mix the volume higher or if the or if the contrast just makes it sound so much louder, but I feel like it, it's like naturally louder than other music that came out of my speakers. I don't know. The same way some some rap has seemingly louder bass than other rap. Yeah, no, I
2: yeah. I hundred percent get that.
1: I hundred percent get that. Yeah, I mean,
0: and that's probably that was probably done in like the mixing booth. I don't. Yeah. I I don't really know how. Apart from just sheerly like turning up volume knobs, I don't really know. They just they just drummed like their sound. guitar harder, Nick. Like they just <laughs> yeah, but I love that. I love the intro to Bomb Track, though. Mm-hmm. That like the like bass groove that you are like okay, okay, and then it just comes in.
1: Uh, like starting off with a bass groove what was the third song I can't remember Uh, Uh, take the power back yeah Yeah. that starts that starts off with a really good bass groove
0: there's a lot of like really funky grooves in it. Oh yeah. Which is, and it's funny cause it's like, at least for me, I think of it as a very, uh, the first thing I think of is uh, Tom Morello's guitar. And then the second is like Zach de la Rocha. I never really think of it as like a bass heavy group, but if you actually listen to the music, there's like, it's really funky back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and you can hear, um, you can hear bass play along with the guitar
0: yeah. And uh
1: maybe I noticed in killing the name in the name. I can't remember where specifically, especially
0: when, when they go like ding ding. Now you do what they <tears"> told you. Now you do what they 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 told you. You can definitely hear it there yeah. if you're listening to like a pretty at least decent set of speakers you can hear it you can but, hear the driving bass behind it yeah i think it it
1: makes it sound fuller i guess mm-hmm. it it makes yeah. it sound a little different than, than just the guitar ringing out and i think that that full that fullness and that that heaviness of the sound aids to the the mm-hmm. atmosphere they're trying to create
0: yeah i mean absolutely i would i would definitely uh yeah and there's, there's a lot of that that I kind of didn't really think about till I actually sat down to, like, look at this album, look at this album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's why I like that part so much. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, I'm probably just going to hit the highlights with, like, lyricism, what I specifically like, because, there, like, there's just so much <laughs> that you could take away from it. And that's... It kind of suffers from the same thing that, like, really lyric-heavy rap does, where it's mm-hmm. like, you, you just can't talk about all of it, because it's like, yeah. every, you know, phrase has a whole other deeper meaning, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it's really well-written. Something I saw on, on Genius was that,
1: uh, like you talked about earlier, Killing in the Name of, was was written in response to the, it, it's Rodney King, right? hmm
2: I don't think we ever learned that in school, which is kind of, I don't remember that. No. Yeah, was, I was going to ask who that was, but then I kind of felt ignorant, but
0: like I don't a, know who that is. He was someone he was, it was in LA, but they like, um, the police killed him. Um, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I'm pretty sure they like beat him. Like he was already in custody and maybe like beat him and he died or something like that. But I'm pretty sure he was like beaten. And I, died I, from, I googled it and I don't that.
1: think he died. I think he was beaten after he was pulled over for a DUI and he That's right. he like wasn't resisting but he was he he was like severely and um more than he should have been like well I don't th- I don't know the specifics of the case and stuff but but I I think there was that much outrage because he clearly didn't deserve what happened to him and that kind of started conversations on riots. police yeah yeah police brutality and yeah. stuff but I don't uh, think we ever learned that in school. No, I don't learn, remember we, it, nope, which just kind of screwed up. Yeah. But yep. like, uh, I know that this was written in response to that. But someone on Genius said uh, they thought that Zach left off, left off a, a group like killing in the name of blank. He didn't. He didn't mm-hmm. put anything in the blank because he's saying because there's so many. Yeah, yeah, there, there's so many in, like killing in the name of. Yeah, I, I think that's it because I, I was going to say that I think it's that that uh, it could have been killing in the name of anything isn't what you want, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. really the spirit they're going for. Like I, yeah. I think that I think that they, I don't know if they would endorse revolutionary violence, but they. It seems like the spirit's there. Like, um, like, yeah. like uh, I, I heard um, Killer Mike in a podcast. He's half of Run the Jewels, Jordan.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I know. He, I, 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 I'm, I'm more familiar with Killer Mike just because Bernie Sanders was so closely tied to him. Oh, yeah. I like, found out who Killer Mike was. Like, I think this year you guys told me he was in the Run the Jewels. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's what that guy does. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> I was just like, oh. But yeah, sorry, sorry, continue. And
1: he um it was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan nice. was asking him about uh like gun control and stuff. And uh-huh. he uh he 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 basically said he supports the right to own guns and he, he said you, you should you every family should have I think he said four guns in their house. I can't remember what they were. Dang, okay. I know he said I know he said a revolver. And a shotgun for killing vermin. I forget what he said the revolver was for. And two two <laughs> other things. I can't, I can't remember what guns they were. One was a rifle, but I can't remember what kind of rifle it was. But uh, but I think he, he might have spoken at some sort of NRA event and was like talking. He was trying to talk to other uh, people of his educated caliber who were Again, who, who were like big supporters of gun control and he was trying to voice his opinions and he was talking about how he felt like he was being talked down to a lot, even though they yeah. were like, even though they, they were like, uh, I don't know. He just said he felt like he was being talked down to a lot and how at, after, I think he said he did it for a day or two. And after, after each time he had to wind down listening to, uh, I can't remember what music it was, but, um, <laughs> <It wasn't true>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like him and the rage people might have a similar idea. Like, like maybe the, the poor need to have guns to protect themselves in case the government or some sort of new tyranny comes knocking and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause, cause they definitely both have very yeah. political mindsets and very like. I guess meta, like overarching thinking, like this could go bad really fast, you always have to keep your guard up type mindsets.
2: Yeah. Like the country could go bad. Yeah, I I never know how to feel with... I'm definitely not trying to get into this conversation, but I never know how to feel with guns. Like I definitely, I think I am like pro a little bit more gun control, Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. as far as just like people who want it, yeah, because cause there's like, as you just get older, there's like so many different people you meet. There's like people who have guns and want gun control. There's people who don't have guns but want gun control. There's mm-hmm. people who don't have guns but don't want gun control. And there's like, there's, it's, it's like everybody. And you're just, you just have to listen to a lot of opinions to like know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you can find like common enough ground to yep. get it. I, I guess some of this album helps spark uh, obviously like harder conversations that maybe be more. Be taboo especially like this like police brutality even back then was a little bit more taboo to talk about because you're like oh you know they're like they're risking their lives for you you know and you shouldn't like i mean this is what their brand is about too like not like disobeying authority because like they help you or like or they're like supposed to help you you know it's like rude to it's rude if someone's doing something nice for you to like call them out, but really they're like not doing something nice. Yeah, for them. <laughs> right. uh, uh, it's like it's like the idea, but then you're like you look at it, you're like wait they're not actually not all the time you know the best. Wait, and of, they shouldn't be just excused. Yeah,
1: they're kind of taking
0: advantage of the hour yeah. that we gave them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what
0: unchecked is. is bad, no matter who's holding it. You know. Yeah, except when I'm holding uh, it, right. then,
2: then it's good. But no, yeah, I, I is think king of the universe. All right, calm
0: down, Republic. <laughs> what? That's, Technically, I'm that's, registered. That's no, thing. that's their whole thing. That's oh. the government doesn't have any right to take away my guns, but I have right to you know uh, choke yeah. people to death at yeah, know, the There's a lot and of... executioner. Um, there, there, women don't need to have abortions because who cares about their bodies you know that's the whole thing that's a yeah. whole uh... yeah yeah
2: I've, I've been looking there's yep. there's a lot of hypocrisy but uh yeah i think i think one thinks this album does well is help start a conversation for a lot yeah. of things or at and least it what... can
0: if people are open then it definitely can
2: yeah and i think that's what music has always kind of done like even when it comes to, like stuff like sex or like i mean I don't think, you know, advocating for drugs is like the best, best thing, but like, like doing it in a way that doesn't make, I mean, if you're doing like cocaine, maybe that's not like the best thing, (laughs) but but just like normalizing some like, or like normalizing, you know, going through hard times, you know, maybe, maybe you pick up
0: something, you know, something like that, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Helps drive conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's what art does. Art has always existed as a place that, whether people realize it or not, I mean, I like, know. art is where the people talk. That's like the public voice. So, you know, you can have whatever uh, conversation you want behind closed doors, but like art is for the people. So that's really, if you want to get a good feeling of how your general like, person is probably uh, experiencing yeah. things, you just like listen to stuff they create, you know? Yeah, and or the the last stuff thing they the top, listen
2: to? Yeah, and the, like the last thing about like that, and, like, I I sorry, I'm getting sidetracked so from the album again, but I think Nick may relate to it on like a more personal level just cuz I feel like we had like a similar upbringing that like we were both taught something and then kind of like found out other things mm-hmm. when we went to college, but uh like I I kind of like disregarded art back in high school. I was like if I ever went to, like, a museum, I'd be like, oh, this is stupid. It's, like, a blue square. I'm like, and you can you can, you can still have that opinion, like, like maybe not all art is art, but I feel like I didn't, like, respect it enough, <laughs> I guess. Like, especially a lot of, like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, they're just they're just being weird, or, like, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember exactly what my opinions were, but I don't think I, like, I was like, wow, that's really, like, heartfelt, and, like, they put a lot of time and effort into it. I think I was just, like, yeah, they just did that for no reason. Just because they're an artist and they just make stuff. I don't know. I don't know how you exactly say it but I understand what you mean. I have a
1: like I have a, a much higher appreciation for art than I used to. And I still don't know much about art or uh, about yeah, like about painting or creating like any yeah. sort of exhibit or anything, but it's 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 neat that it's really it's really awesome that other people have the ability to creatively think of of something that they want to show other people and that they yeah uh, that might even if it doesn't have like a message that they're trying to move society forward even if it's just something really interesting to look at maybe it means yeah. something to them and they they might uh, if you if you listen to them they might convey that to you yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think there's, there's definitely, like you said, like I used to n- not really care about art and things like that, and I've I've never really been to an art museum. I don't think, but but I would like to go to the uh, the NCMA, the North Carolina Museum of Art because yeah. it's like ten minutes. It's funny. pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's I think the inside of it's closed right now with COVID. I think.
2: Probably. But
1: the the park is open, I don't
2: know. But yeah, uh going back to the actual uh thingy, whatever it's called, the album. Uh I really like the intensity of bullet in the head. Mm-hmm. I like the isn't there like a, I think there's a guitar solo or a like one where the guitar really like sets out a part in there where it's just like the classic, you know, like high pitched uh you know, bringing your fingers into like the inner frets and just going kind of, like Yeah. Yeah, But uh, I don't know, I just like the intensity Kind of going back and forth I think there's some like, it gets like, not mellow But like, they start They like hit it
0: hard and they draw back a little bit Then they hit it hard again and they draw back a little bit I just kind of like mm-hmm. the back and forth in that one Yeah, I love I love the end Of verse 2 in there where it's You know uh, The whole chorus, it's, you know, everything But then like the last four lines Are Believing all the lies that Buying all the products that just say how high you you got a fucking bullet in your head yeah i love that because it's is... all yeah i mean like it's all about standing in line believing the lies you bound down to the flag you got a bullet in your head yeah dude like i page.
2: dude honestly talking about this album Makes me want to like bring up so many like related issues of this, but I'm like trying mm-hmm. to like stay on topic. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like just like saying the flat saying like the pledge of allegiance every morning. Like, how like weird was that? You know, I always I know. thought it was super weird. I did not until
0: like after I graduated, like, junior year. I was like, yeah, that's this kind of weird. I'm like, I still stood up because I didn't want anyone to even be like, why aren't yeah. you standing? But I didn't <laughs> say it. I just like stood there. The, the the weirdest thing I think I told you guys this I might have mentioned it in
2: the podcast actually this dude didn't stand up so our teacher after the announcement were off made us all stand back up made this kid stand up and like say it and I was um, like bruh, yeah.
0: just let him like vibe yeah. dude that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy that's that's shit that like this is about
2: yeah <laughs> I'm like motherfucker like just like, it was like
0: sucking America's dick and not questioning <laughs> things it's like come on i know, dude. I know. I unchecked know. Like, power is never good no matter uh,
2: what it's holds. so bad it's so bad
0: yeah. yeah i'm like what if my
2: man's tired this morning you know, what, if, <laughs> what if he just got in a fight with like his mom and dad or like he's just like depressed you know like the last thing that's on his mind is like saying the pledge. Of <laughs> oh Eve,
1: let man. me respect like...
2: my country at
1: yeah 45 mean, in the morning down
0: the name of it the pledge of allegiance how is that not, like, more sinister to more people? That's so weird to me. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of It's like some Sith shit or something. <laughs> yeah. so the council weird. will decide your all Yeah, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, but I, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's something
0: that I feel like not many people really question, but it's like, that's weird. Like, objectively, yeah. that is a weird thing to do. You're the <laughs> only ones who do it i know dude
2: i don't even think about it that much but what i do think about it, i'm like what the hell yeah, it's so on? weird yeah it, and it kind of got routine so i wasn't like actually like you know like i feel like at some point you're just like you mindlessly say it oh but yeah that's like how that, i was even even like a wait what, what nick that that's how i was like i, yeah, I never
1: stood how... up and really thought about what i was saying it was just what what i did since i was in kindergarten so i just
2: did it every day and i guess you can even have a take on that
0: naturalized from such an early age that's so weird
2: i I think you could have another like talk about like not even just saying it but being so like desensitized to saying it your whole life you're just like let's do this and like you you don't think twice about it you know yeah
0: Uh, i mean also it's like the the people would get mad if if like um you leave off like the under god part Which shouldn't be there because it's literally (laughs) separation of church and state. That's one of that's in the Bill of Rights from the beginning of the country, (laughs) and people get mad about it. It was added in like the fifties. That's like Cold War shit. Yeah, and people get upset about it like it's like a cornerstone of the country. It's like no, you're just blindly following this.
2: Yeah, I know, I know, and that's something I've tried to do less as I get older, but. (laughs) <laughs> and, like kids I mean kids kids follow like that's that's what they do usually you know? right and that's why I'm like I, I was going down a path not not saying that like I feel I think my life would have turned out pretty much the same like mm-hmm. a, a lot of like a lot of money and like socioeconomic stuff and like race has to do with like where you'll end up to if like you don't actively try to get out of it mm-hmm. but like like I'm saying like e- even if I was still even if I'm like super left or super right somehow in different lifetimes i would still end up pretty much where i am right now um as far as like comfort comfortability and like just the world goes you know yeah but uh yeah i don't know I've, I've tried to i've tried to question more things and not just do it because i am bro i was always the teacher's pet that would just like do stuff you know just for the just for the sake just for the sake of having people like me you know and i still i still do that kind of you know i'm I try not to, but you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a winning others over, you know, I don't, I don't really like people not liking me, but I I still try to like, I'm trying to have more, uh, what's it called? Like actual opinions rather than Mm -hmm. just like, Oh yeah, you're allowed to have that opinion. But then I, I don't, I don't say anything even though like I might think it's wrong or something, but yeah, Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. And, Yeah, And I, uh,
1: I've gotten a lot more of that, that, uh, Spirit of just, just having your own opinions and standing up for those opinions, I guess over the last summer and year, I guess, just uh, yeah, I think, um, I I I definitely used to be a lot more of a people pleaser, and I, I really didn't like to tell people no and things like that, and yeah, one of the reasons I I took uh, a new job at work is because I know I'll have to tell people like, Hey, you actually can't do that while you're in the building <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll have to do that like every day. And, um, uh, I got, um, I got that job before the summer started. And I think, uh, and I, and I knew I was going to have to go into it and I already had, uh, some experience doing that in my previous position, but I think yeah. my internship over the summer just, um, Help, help! Get me out of my shell a little bit, and just, just showed me like, like people don't have like, like the, these opinions of these these people that you that you run into. Like you're you're probably never gonna see them again, and and it's yeah, a, and like you're the one who has the responsibility to keep everyone safe, and and you're you're doing more than your job, you're you're like the reasons those policies exist are to create an equal and clean and welcoming environment for everyone and like by enforcing them you you do that so if you if you know how to justify the um, the opinions that you have or the the action of telling someone no for a reason then it makes it easy or the action for standing up for what you believe in, if you have justification for the feelings that you have, it's just it just makes sense. It's like this yeah, is how I feel. Some people this are going to be like,
2: "Yeah," but some people are going to be like, "That's stupid." And then you are like, "Well, now I don't know what to do anymore." <laughs> I try to tell you, but
1: uh, well, I am sorry. Yeah.
2: I
0: apologize uh, if you think yeah, that's, that's stupid, what I do. But um, yeah, I that, know, that's I the don't know rule. How to so. teach you that you should care about other people. You know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, uh,
1: I can't teach you empathy right now. I have to uh, just go do
2: other stuff. <laughs> I have to go get money real quick. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. okay, Jamie, do you want to put out? Do you want to say more of your standout points? Did you have more?
0: Um, I, kind of I mean, I I could go
2: on. Well, so tell, long, tell, tell, yeah, tell, like, tell 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 like, tell us just a little bit more. I feel, I feel um, like I want to hear your opinion since you know this album i feel like a lot more i mean i love that
0: that part of uh bullet in the head um let's see i know another in know your enemy like i just i like that song a lot you know do you know your enemy that's a very big thing that like everyone should look at a specific specific thing that i like is um you know now i got no it's in verse two now i got no you that is your enemy. Now, so now I got no patience. So sick of complacence with the D, the E, the I, or the F, the I, the A, the N, the N, the C, the E which would be defiance which would rhyme with that as well but then it kind of moves on Uh, mind Uh, of a revolutionary so clear the lane yeah the finger to the land of the chains what the land of the free whoever told you that is your enemy Um, I like that a lot that whole part especially you know the end of that where like the land of the chains oh what you thought it was the land of the free no whoever told you that is trying to you know they're not (laughs) your friend they are your enemy and now,
1: okay. And that's the, that's the song where at the end the music cuts and he just repeats that same line, the, all mm-hmm. of which are American dreams.
0: Well, e- even more impactful than that, the outro is. Yes, I know my
2: enemies. Then the teachers are taught me to fight me. Compromise. Conformity.
0: Assimilation. Submission. Ignorance. Deprophecy.
1: dreams all of which are american
0: dreams all of which are american dreams all of which are american dreams all of which are american dreams um come on yes i know my i know my enemies they're the teachers who taught me to fight me uh compromise conformity assimilation submission ignorance hypocrisy brutality the elite all of which are american dreams and then yeah he says that like 10 times or whatever yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I I don't agree that, you know, teachers are the enemy <laughs> um, because I yeah. think that teachers are also there, especially now, there are more and more where, you know, teachers are the people who are, like, the ones who can stay in between, especially if, like, you're raised by, like, backward-ass parents, <laughs> you know, sometimes all it takes <laughs> is like, one really good teacher to show you, like, yeah, to let you see through the bullshit, but uh, definitely – uh, would concur that the enemies are the people who try to instill all of that into you know the youth because yeah. that's how you get uh, that's how you get cogs in the capitalist machine you have to break people's spirits yeah. first or not necessarily their True. spirits but their individuality uh, yeah that's,
1: that's a good way to say it that,
0: that is a good way of saying it damn just,
1: just let, yeah. them, let them roll into the, to the college machine
0: we're all being groomed by the government yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i mean there's so much and and that's th- their whole discography like if you like this i would strongly recommend battle for la that's their i think it's their third album that one's really good that's where like testify calm like a bomb other stuff um that's really probably really? my other favorite album of theirs Um uh, but yeah i mean i just i, I really like this album Especially, you really get into the words, and it's like, yeah, this is, the fact that it's still relevant, you know, 28 years later, and counting, yeah. these issues are not going away overnight, yeah, I think, think that speaks to the, that, the, like, almost prophetic nature of it. You know?
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I think that definitely proves the value of, because I think probably when they presented these ideas, a lot of people probably thought, well, it's not this bad, like, they're making this sound like the government's trying to, trying to, like, suck our souls out and, like, make us, yeah. and, like, brainwash us. And I'm sure a lot of people probably thought that their, their opinions were, like, super radical. And while, while their music does have a, a radical radical feel to it and a radical energy, like, a lot of the, the problems have been exposed to be present today and who've been present for a long time. And uh, and similar similar to them with uh, Run the Jewels that we keep coming back to. um, uh, They were recently on a podcast with Rick Rubin and he was talking about how they recorded their new album like a year before um, uh, George Floyd's death and uh, like all of
0: in the and, and the
1: BLM movement and things like that, and and it came out. I think it came out like a couple weeks or a month before
0: that stuff really kicked off. And, no, it came out. It came out at um, in early June. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, that was yeah. But yeah, it came and the, part of it, it came. They actually released it a few days early because they were like it was going to be this Friday, but like. But like you guys, we need, need this now. shit now. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was released on June twenty. It was released on June third. Um, yeah, and, and, I mean, because they were like, I forget the post. Mm-hmm. They said it in the post, but they were like, "The world needs this shit ASAP." So here it is. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rubin was talking about how how prophetic
1: they were, and how um, how protest music is needed today, like it like it was. Like, it always has been needed. Stuff like that. It's cool. it's cool to see the parallels. It's kind of like that thing, like, uh, what is it? That mantra, the, we have to know history so we don't let it repeat itself or some something like that. And you don't really realize how true it is until you, like, see it for yourself.
2: Yeah. Like, oh. Isn't it like a... Sorry, Nick. Isn't it like a... Those who... Oh my gosh, wait, it's those who. What is it? It's like. It's those who something history are doomed to repeat itself. Yeah. Oh my gosh, hold on.
1: Probably like. Refuse it or ignore it or something like that. But yeah. I think looking at the album, what is it, 28 years after it's come out? Mm -hmm. It's a little sad to see how. How. the, how, the, The small amount of the the tiny amount of progress that we've made on yeah. a lot of the yeah. issues that they talk about,
0: yeah, you know, like the the big the public ones those those are making good strides, but like there's still so much like under the hood that's still yeah. just like a shit storm, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, but you know, at least those conversations are happening more even if slowly at least they're happening now yeah
2: yeah you know?
0: yeah
2: and that's
1: what um i can't remember i can't remember if it was killer mike or lp who said it or if or if it was rick rubin who said it in that podcast but i feel like one of them said uh, i think i think rick asked them if they thought protest music was more for the protesters to give them energy and spirit, or if it was to try and convince the other side, and they basically said like uh, that they they agreed that uh, that it, it's very difficult to convince so- someone on the other side mm-hmm. with like that much that much attitude against them in yeah. in the song that you come out with, but but maybe maybe they can have like a line in there that. Like flips a little switch in that person's yeah. head, and they're like, "Oh, maybe, uh, maybe what I think is is backwards because it, it doesn't all add up."
0: Yeah, makes you think.
1: Yeah. Definitely does make you think.
0: Yeah. If that's it, do we want to wrap her up? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. Um, I guess we'll throw in, you know. Our ratings, uh, yeah, 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 that's what it is. Me, eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Um, and then I guess Nick and then Jordan, you can announce next week's as well. Wait, I think it's Nick's turn, right? No, it's your turn. You're after me.
2: Yeah, if, yeah.
0: Do right, you yeah. not have an album? All right, uh, we are we are coming back in. <laughs> Jordan now has his uh pick, so. <laughs> Uh, Nick, if you want to take it away, and then Jordan, you can announce next week's album.
1: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I really enjoyed the the blend of genres that they put together, like like mm-hmm. funk, rock, like metal, rap. Yeah, like it, it's crazy that that it all blends so well into this into music with such a strong message behind it. Um, I'll probably, I think I'll give it an eight and a half to.
0: Okay. Nice. Because, nice. because okay. I I do
1: like I I really enjoy the album that this the sound is really consistent through a lot of the songs and it's it's pretty similar but but the energy is I don't know it resonates a lot and the mm. messages that they have resonate mm-hmm. a lot
2: right. and
1: I'll definitely check out a lot of their other stuff. All
2: right. Yeah. Definitely. I definitely agree with Nick. I like. Like I said, I like this I like this screaming on the chorus kind of stuff mm-hmm. that the hard intense. I like intense music, and I think this was a little overlap in the music that I kind of like, but in a different genre. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think I'll give it a six and a half. I did like it. (laughs) I know, I know, right, ladies and gentlemen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The new number
2: six and a half for the uh, young lady down there, please. (laughs) That is George's
0: highest rating. (laughs) That's not his music. True, true, true. It's like uh, I don't know. I just, you you know what? I'm gonna. Because of Jordan's historic rating, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an, I'm going to boost mine up to a nine. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know if you can, can I do that. I don't have to. I don't know. Okay. So, all right. I'll keep it at eight and a half. So then it's tied for the highest album.
2: Uh, you just want to boost RKS. your own
0: album. Come on. Hey, my Wait, last really? two picks are doing pretty well. True, 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 true um yeah Wait, RKS, so was, for... rks is the highest at 7.83 and now this one is also 7.83 i thought kid cuddy was the yeah, highest that's what I thought. uh n- oh yeah I Definitely do is math the cuddy is eight and a half yeah okay. <laughs> i was like i thought we voted 997 <laughs> bro i literally i looked at it i was like 7.83 that's higher than eight and a half <laughs> okay so this time you're like more decimals higher okay
2: yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So then, uh, what what are we listening to next week, Jordan? Or what are we? So talking we're about? listening.
2: We're we're talking about Kanye West's most famous album ever, Yay.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: You guys thought I was gonna say the other one. But no. <laughs> Sorry. It's not. It's not his most famous album. I I just wanted to debate you guys. But
0: yeah.
2: Uh, Understand. Nah. We're we're gonna listen to Yay because I okay. really really like that album. Right. Even though everybody does a lot of people don't like that album.
0: i know like two songs off of it i am dude
2: a- whenever whenever i mention it people are like oh yeah but you don't like yay right i was like no no i i do like it like i said to whenever... check it out
0: though because of that because i'm not yeah. as familiar with it
2: yeah and whenever i uh whenever i'm like yeah i, I like kanye they're like oh old kanye right and they're like and i'm like no i i like new kanye too he's like well, not yay, right? And I was like, uh, no, I kind of <laughs> do like it, but that's just that's just what uh, I, just, I just I just get that a lot. So I, I wanted I, I, I want you guys to experience and see what you see what you think about it. I,
1: cool. didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I was happy to check it out. I didn't know on site the first song from Jesus. I didn't know that that it started off so crazy and like technoey. And mm-hmm. I saw never heard that song. Uh, I saw a meme about it uh, about like <laughs> it said like uh, everyone oh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was amazing i wonder what kanye will come out with next kanye and then it's just like that noise from the beginning of on site and i thought it was just some yeah. fake crap like kanye being techno and then i heard on site yeah. and i was like oh that's the actual song the song and the meme was the actual song
0: yeah Jesus. it came out and people were like what the hell is this bound to the bound to a fire sound
2: Excellent. I still need to listen to that. I still need to listen. I, I've never listened to Yeezus before. I, really I
0: don't like it though. that much. I like Blood on the Leaves and Bounties. Really yeah. Great. But. Every, yes.
2: Everybody says it's either like you're number two or you're like you're number second to last. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we'll listen to Yay next week. Um, this one's running kind of long. Let's very quick. Let's just name the artists we've been listening to. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, all right. Uh, for me. Uh. Marcus King ban, Rage and Um uh uh Credence Clearwater Revival.
2: Okay. (laughs) all right cool. cool. Uh I I I, I've been listening to Josiah, you came out with a little bit of Travis Scott, uh Denzel Curry a little bit more, Um, uh, I've been listening to Fabio Foran he just came on the XXL freshman list. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't know him. He he came out of Brooklyn Drill with Pop Smoke, which is I feel like why he's decently popular because Pop Smoke kind of brought forth that genre, and then he kind of is
0: taking it along now that Pop Smoke passed. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Gotcha.
1: I, listen oh, to I
0: uh, forgot I've been listening to Glass Animals too. They released a new album. Oh Fantastic. yeah, I did hear. I, I did see that. I did see that. Okay, uh, carry on, Nick. Uh,
1: I've been listening to Run the Jewels. Um, mm-hmm. um, Amine's new album,
2: ah uh, yeah, I haven't listened to
1: that yet. I uh, check that out. I checked out uh, Denzel Curry's. I think it was his first official release, Imperial. It was it was really good. Um, and then that was all rap. And then some of the like more alternative stuff I've listened to. I listened to a guy named Raylan Baxter. He actually has a cover album of some Mac Miller songs. It was like a tribute after Mac Miller died, and they're all pretty good. Mm. Uh, but and his other music's good too. Raylan Baxter, uh, Blake Mills, nice. he's a like session guitarist in um, in L.A. and wherever, and he's also a producer. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I listened to well, yeah, Blake Mills and Wilka. I've been listening <laughs> to some Wilka. some some good nice. alternative singer uh americana e stuff. It's good. It's my vibe. My usual vibe when I'm not listening to Ron the Jewels protest music Rage Against the Machine.
0: Nice. Alright. Well then I guess uh, with that we can wrap her up. We wanted to say thanks again for listening this week and remember to tune in next week where we'll be taking a look at Yay by Kanye West uh be sure to give it a listen so you can have your own thoughts and you know kind of join in the discussion uh a little bit and feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on youtube or you can uh tweet them at us we're on twitter at at listen up pod and that account as well as our personal handles will be in the description of wherever you found this podcast uh yeah but for now we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up